fun. You're listening to a podcast. A podcast. Oh. Yeah. Huh. One of Have those you heard podcasts. about these things? Oh, vaguely. Well, they're kind of neat. So what do we do here? Apparently just, everybody uh, does them nowadays. Just, Everybody's got one. We're just going to chat. If you don't got one, yeah, we're going to talk on this microphone. Cool. It's called Side Talks. Oh. Yeah. Mm. We talk about movies. Actually, it's a podcast where we just um, look at our phones. You actually get to listen <laughs> to us surf the web. Now, in my defense, I am looking at my phone, but I am looking at my phone because <laughs> I you, you, you did ask me to look to. something up, and I can't find what you asked me to look up. Oh, it's out there somewhere, though. I'm sure it is. Corey can't type into a Google tr- Fill in blank. What do you call I, that thing? Search window. I can. I would show you, but we need to get on with this oh, let's podcast. let's get on with it. Let's get on with it. Actually, let's take let's take five seconds. This is what it's like to listen to a podcast about people searching on their phones. Did you like it? I did. I mean, I thought that was riveting <laughs> podcasting. It's, it's it's peaceful. I mean, there was a something that my girlfriend showed me the other day that was she was like, "Watch this. This is we should do one of these." And it was a sound bath, <laughs> and it had like fifty gazillion chameleon views, and it was just like, "Ooh!" I'm like, I, I once again I went into the wrong profession. So it's just like a calming, steady noise. Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm into it. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it's even it, it. It there was like some little beating on some little like very delicate drum things. As I don't know. as someone who needs like any amount of white noise to sleep. Yeah. Like I'm that you're you're, you're speaking my language right now. Okay. Here we go. This is the Sidewalk official sp- podcast of Sidewalk Film Festival and Cinema, and it's sound baths. We all we just lost all our listeners. Yep. Well, good riddance. (laughs) So now it's time for a segment of the podcast called "Phone a Friend," where we do just that. Phone a friend. Hello, Brocephus. It's Rachel and Corey. What's up? Hey. 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 What's going on, dude? Well, at the very moment, I am actually sitting outside of Third Man Records. I just um, topped off the photo booth that I managed there, the vintage photo booth. It's one of three breathe. And I just want to plug that she also has one at the Sidewalk Cinema. Yes, she does. You can get your picture made in there. As a matter of fact, I dressed up like Krampus the other night. And jumped in that photo booth. That was you? That was me. <laughs> that was me. Did you? Hey, have you seen Jack White today, then? No, I haven't. I sometimes do see him when I'm here, but I did not see him today. Nope. Does he just in there dusting the shelves? <laughs> Wearing a top, um, hat, a top hat and a cape? He's got to keep busy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are some, I mean, it's so stylized in there and so, you know, very curated and very cool. But then it was today when I walked through to go to the back to go to the photo booth, there was like a box of Dunkin' Donuts on the counter. So there are some like real, like little normie office things in there that would surprise you, you know? Were they red and white striped? Oh, oh my goodness. gosh, that's so good. Oh, here's the thing. I really wanted one, but I don't actually like, work there. I mean, I get to like <laughs> be there and they all know me kind of, but like I don't really work there. So I kind of thought it would be weird if I grabbed a Dunkin' Donut, but I, I did want one. I, you know what? I'm right there with you because the other day there was a private event at the cinema and I was there and there was plenty of food. There was lots of leftovers, but I wasn't there for the event. I'm an employee of the cinema and I was, I hovered above the sandwiches <laughs> for quite a while and I kept thinking, could I put my arm out really quick and get one and nobody would notice? Or will there be some hoopla that comes from it? Nah. Now, you think Jack White would ask permission to take a sandwich? No, you should yeah. take a sandwich. What would Jack White You're do? You're right. 
What would Jack White do? <laughs> so food is like, and this is the best part about that kind of moment is that that kind of food, I don't even want it. But when it's there and it's on the counter and it's, and I'm not really sure if I can have it or not, there's really a desire to circle and circle and right. circle. It's Forbidden much more sandwich. Annoying. It yeah. really is. And especially if it's wrapped in something and I'm like, what is that? I want that. I want to know what's in that little tiny box or whatever. And it's never yeah. anything good, but, you know, i got to have it. Anyway, we're not here to talk about tiny food for free or not for free or whether or not we have access to it <laughs> or the Dunkin' Donuts at Third Man Records. But, um, Lisa, if you do find out whether or not they're striped, let us know. Uh, but we are, we are here to talk about what you've been watching. What, what'd you, what have you seen lately? Okay. Tony dug up a real stinker in my opinion um i had never even heard of it and we gave it a go um but y'all may know it i don't know it's called mixed nuts oh yeah i, I know it i've never seen it steve martin yes um nora steve Ephron. martin yes nora Ephron. oh was, boy like, this is her first uh the next thing she directed after sleepless in seattle mm-hmm. and i mean i don't know it was 1994 it's set on venice beach um on christmas eve yeah and it's just got all these people in it. I mean, it's got a ton of people, and they're all funny or relatively funny. But it's just there's just too many, I guess, quote unquote, characters and wacky things that happen. And you know, think, scenes will go on a little too long, and you're kind of like, well, where's the lulling? And then they'll just, I guess, because of the lull, they'll dive into some kind of slapstick moment, Ugh. and it's just it's just dumb a lot of times. Yeah. Well, you know. I'm going to say I mean, something a little controversial. Think, what? I think Steve Martin's dumb a lot. God almighty. I knew Corey I'm, was going to have a come apart. I knew this, it. Steve, but Mar- I think Steve, Steve Martin's, Martin's one of my guys. Like when I see that whole King Tut thing uh, that I thought was really funny as a toddler. I, was, right. I, I think by the time I got to be two, I was like, boy, that's really stupid. But when I was a toddler, I mean, when I was eight months old, I thought it was really funny. <laughs> like I think he has a range. I, see, I know exactly what you're talking about. Like He can be a doofy slapstick guy but also i do think he can actually be funny and act and use his words and it's funny that way but um yeah i think this relies on some of the the sillier parts of the steve martin um atmosphere but i mean it's got all kinds of folks in it um let me show you while you're looking for that really quickly i just need you to know lisa that Corey is having is indeed having a full-on come apart like his his glasses came up onto the top of his head his hands went in his (laughs) face went in his hands i mean you would think i i don't even know what what i would have said a true moment of crisis you have to admit he's a bit of a he's kind of he's kind of a goofy dude right yeah but i i i think that's the best uh i look i've never seen mixed nuts in particular so i can't like defend steve martin in this I mean, it's but called mixed nuts i'm gonna defend steve martin in general at his goofiest uh, uh which i might have to do on another podcast okay well you know what and I think he's- sam's not here but sam take a note we're going to argue about Steve Martin because I, I could That's I could go anti. I could Ooh. go anti. And Ooh. you know how I Ooh. like to crush people's beloved mm. little things yeah, that they have. Yeah, you do like that. Yeah. Um, okay, well, here's somebody that's not beloved and he's in this. <laughs> and it's um, Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. it's yeah. 94. It's peak Adam Sandler doing that thing with the baby voice. Oh, God. That is so annoying. And it's really inconsistent. If you watch this, which, like I said, no recommendation. You don't really right. like it. It's like he'll talk sort of normal, and then he'll the next scene he'll be doing his baby voice, and every single scene he's carrying a ukulele and doing little songs and stuff. It's just like way too much peak Adam Sandler. It's it's a lot. And um, one interesting character is Lee Schreiber, and what it's, uh, his very first theatrical debut, and 
he plays, which we thought was very interesting for the 1994 era, um, he plays a trans person. Mm. Okay, wow. And, you know, wow. I, honestly, we both came away from it thinking, like, they could have fumbled that a lot worse for the era. Right. They, it, they really didn't. Like, the family has, or uh, I guess, yeah, she, there's no pronouns are really super explicitly stated because it's 1994. But I think she goes by she, and she is um, kind of rejected by the family, and that is shown. But then um, more accepted by this kind of kooky cast of characters, including Adam Sandler, who sings her a song on his ukulele. So that is kind of sweet. There is like an inclusion to that character that is very nice and nice to see, especially considering, you know, the time frame for this. So that was very unexpected. Yeah, too bad oh, the rest of the movies just absolutely yeah. insensitive in terms of being offensive because it's so bad. It's so bad. Okay, there's a few little spots, though, that you I wish they had not. So there's these two rollerbladers on Venice Beach that keep, they kind of have, reoccur, they reoccur a few times. They don't really get any hardly screen time other than just some rollerblading antics. Yeah. But they are played by John Stewart, a bebe, John Stewart, and our beloved Parker Posey. Oh, uh. Well, how good is and that? How like, good are those moments then? I mean, Parker Posey. I know good because it's Parker Posey, and she's like rollerblading full speed at like someone carrying a Christmas tree, and <laughs> antics ensue, and that is like I just came away from it needing way more Parker Posey. Like that would have helped a lot. You're, I feel like um, that's every film Parker Posey's in, or episodic for that matter. Yes, it's like more episode. Parker Posey always. You can't go wrong there. Y'all are selling me on this movie. I don't know if this is like the intention. Okay, you know, but... I didn't even tell you the premise. Like, here's the premise. It's which again, I think that they didn't pursue this as much as they could have. Um, I mean, they did, but again, they kind of made everything a little dumber than it needed to be. But um, they run a well. They is Steve Martin and Rita Wilson. Oh boy. And Madeline Kahn. Oh, you oh. said the magic words. You said the magic words. Madeline Kahn in a movie. I'm going to oh, watch it. This is, and you know what? While they, Corey's thinking that, I'm thinking, boy, one evil joined with two other forces of evil to become a more perfect evil. Uh, you're not going. You are <laughs> not going to badmouth the great Madeline Kahn on a podcast that I host. Oh my god, Rachel Morgan. Well, so okay. They, they run a um, a crisis like suicide hotline called Lifesavers. And yeah. you call in if you're, you know, feeling depressed or suicidal or what have you, and they talk you down. But they have all these, they have a little montage of calls. And, of course, Rita Wilson, she's a bit of a doofus, and she kind of messes things up. And there's a few calls that we don't think that they end well. And so there's a lot of that where it's, like, dark suicidal comedy. And it kind of, I think that they do that okay, but, like, they could have honestly dug in more on that and made it even more strange in that respect because that was, like, kind of a fun angle they were working but, um, but yeah, so that's, that's like, oh, and then there's a whole scene with Madeline Kahn stuck in an elevator shaft and no. like, a lot of yell, hollering. No. Like, yeah. She's like loud, like, oh, a lot of that. You probably won't like that. Right oh, now, that sounds like so terrible. I like, like Madeline Kahn screaming. Coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, oh, you know, for, for 15 years, that was Broadway. That I, was just it. It was Madeline Kahn screaming 15 years. Any, any. You could have just thrown Ugh. a rock at any place on Broadway, and that was Madeline Kahn screaming. Yeah, Sorry. that's what that is. And most of Mel Brooks' movies. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting there. Um, okay, and then my last two characters I'll mention is there's a teeny tiny itty bitty cameo towards the end with your boy, Haley Joel Osment. 
<laughs> oh, <laughs> Alabamian. Like Was he? He's originally from Alabama, I believe. I don't know. Wait, is he a local boy? I think so. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, I feel. I, I feel a that. retractions in our future. To I'm the almost, internet. Uh, I'm almost hold it because we've got a whole retractions episode. So put a plug in that. Uh, anyway, I, we'll, we'll check into that and get back to you on that, but I believe so. Um, okay, wow. But he was his, itty bitty. His parents he was are a little bebe. like he's a little kid, and he looks over at I don't know the Christmas tree in the town square or something like that, and he you know says like one line, and it's like I, I guess when did the Six cents come out. Was I was going to say, was that, one, was that one line? I but, see dead people. Uh, Osmond, Osmond in '94 was um, Forrest Gump Jr. at the end of that oh, movie, um, okay. and then yeah, the the six cents is like five years later. Okay, so there yeah, you go. So this is probably because this is the end of '94. It came out around Christmas, so yeah, this would be writing probably that Forrest Gump wave that he was. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah. that Forrest Gump and wave. Then, um, the last person i'll mention is um gary shandling mm. no no Lord. no okay so you <laughs> saved that to the last My you saved goodness. it to the it's last just, it's just a cast of people who are great no uh-huh it's, um, it's too many characters it's too many i i will and um i did note the budget was 12 20 million and the box office was 6.8 million so wah, so wah, that's wah, good wah. right also, i'm not good at math wah, but. Wah. also it, it kind of sounds to me and this is not a this is not a dig at the show because you know how i love curb your enthusiasm but this cast of, of characters sounds like you could spread these across like six seasons yeah if you know amazing. what i mean sounds amazing <laughs> oh yeah exactly and you know it's literally one day oh my gosh i didn't even mention okay this is another good one we do like this one, but um, Juliette Lewis is in it, and she's a pregnant lady, and she's kind of crazy. And it, <laughs> Come on! It's good. How do you leave Juliette Lewis on I the forgot, table? I forgot to mention Juliette. Yeah. I mean, you got Rob Reiner. Like, there's a bunch of people in uh, it's, And it's, it's bad. It's and it's bad. It's just there's not enough Parker Posey. You could use a little more Haley Joel since you got him there anyway. Right. Um, you know, you could add a little Rob Reiner. I would dial back the Madeline Kahn, personally, just because she's so... Hollery. She makes so much noise. And there's Jeez. a lot of like, oh. Not the first time that's been said. Mm. Also, this is this is very similar to House of Gucci. It's just you get a ton of people and oh, you think right. because they're all in it, Hello. it's going to be good. Uh-huh. Mm. Uh-huh. And yet it's not. <laughs> mm. <laughs> they didn't have Lady Gaga at this, at this era to save it, though. I'll bet she's in there. She's in there. She's in a, she's in a, a sonogram. <laughs> that's her. That was Lady Gaga. As a, oh, as a, I don't want to spoil, I'm not gonna spoil like, the main of the movie because if you do watch it it's worth the payoff to get the like the main gist but i will spoil this that she does have the baby at the very end under the christmas tree in the like venice beach town square and it's sort of like this little like little baby in a manger moment so, oh wow you know, maybe that baby could have been that was gaga um, i'm going on the record gaga. that was gaga exactly. there that you go gaga. we'll need to fact check that for retraction well, well i'll definitely do that uh, but i'm almost positive it was her man this sounds like a shit show sounds like an amazing movie filled with uh great actors who i love oh hence the yeah it's a, yeah mixed it's nuts divided for sure with both y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh you it's a mixed nuts house divided look i'm i'm not gonna like go to bat too uh too strongly for a notorious um comic flop that nobody really likes uh that i haven't seen uh but Am I more interested in watching it now? Yes, I am. Well, I mean, she had you at Madeline Kahn. She really, she had me at Steve Martin. <laughs> oh boy! Well, thank you for this. This is a this okay. is a little bit different, at least. This is what this makes me think, though, is how much more enjoyable is like a Netflix or a a Hallmark film with you know 
somebody like Lori Laughlin compared to this damn cast. And how sad is that? I know. It really, seriously, we watched this a couple, a few nights ago when we were decorating the tree, and I kind of was like, man, I feel like I really wish we had just watched a Hallmark movie. So I may have to get back on my Hallmark train or my Netflix Hallmark similar train. Also, can you please go on Amazon Prime and get and put that as your quote, as the review? Man, I really <laughs> wish I was watching a Hallmark movie. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Well, thanks for bringing us mixed nuts, Lisa. We appreciate it. And, oh, and Corey can't wait to get out the door to go home and watch this piece I of mean, shit. I mean, you joke, but I might do that. Uh, I believe me. Well, if you do, Corey, I would like your yeah, I would like your thoughts. All right, all more right. screaming. I will. I will uh, fill Hawk. you in uh, if if and when I watch this thing soon. Okay. Oh, and it has a ten percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this is you're just speaking my language more and more. <laughs> okay. All right, bye, oh. dude. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Later. Bye. Oh, thank you for listening to Side Talks, where your own personal cinematic Lori Laughlin and Candace Cameron Burr. Oh, boy. Dynamic Um, duo. Yeah, yeah. I think I'd rather be Candace Cameron Burr because, man, oh, man. You don't want to go to prison? Yeah, (laughs) heard it sucks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a, that's a safe that's a safe bet. Uh, well, thank you to our wonderful sponsors, Revelator Coffee, and obviously thanks to Boutwell Studios as always for producing and sponsoring this show, putting it together, and making us sound like we know what we're talking about. When in fact, of course, we don't. And thanks to you for listening to us sound like we don't know what we talk. Oh no, sound like we do know what we're talking about when we don't. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm getting it. See how messed up that was. It was. It was good. This is yeah. quality podcasting. Everybody quality knows it. podcasting. Um, Sidewalkfest.com or at Sidewalk Film on social media. Check us out. Uh, find out cinema showtimes. Come see a movie with us. Possibly mixed nuts. No, yeah, I don't know. Not mixed we got to get out of here so that Corey can go listen to Madeline Kahn scream. Bye. Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.